this Friday. Your favorite emotions are back on the big screen in Disney and Pixar's Inside Out 2. It's time to greet your Team Riley. It's anger. Let me at him. Fear. Safety checklist is complete. Disgust. Ew, ew. Ugh. Sadness is in the house. Oh, no. Hello, I'm anxiety. I'm one of Riley's new emotions. Disney and Pixar's Inside Out 2. There's a part two? We're going. Ready PG. Parental guidance suggested. Only theaters Friday. Get tickets now. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hey, this is your host, Brian Wayne here, and uh, I'm here to let you know, in case you did not know already, uh, that the Cheers to Comics podcast has since evolved. And uh, if you're looking for a new shiny place to get your comic books from, then you need to head on over to Shop cheerstocomics.com. It's like cheerstocomics.com, only with a shop in front of it. Uh, shop cheerstocomics.com, and if you use code PODCAST at checkout, you're going to save yourself 10%, and I'm constantly adding new inventory, hot spec books, uh, everything, everything, any any type of book under the sun is it, uh, is it, is it comes under my radar and it gets added into the inventory, I, I make it available to you. So remember, head on over to shop Cheers to comics.com and use code podcast at checkout and save yourself 395th episode of the Cheers to Comics podcast will be a poll list priorities. I'll be going over the books of the future, specifically the final order cutoffs for the 29th of January. So this coming Sunday. Uh, so yeah, there's a, there's definitely lots of, lots of good stuff to go over, but before I get all into this, I have to give a huge, huge shout out to my friends up in Wyoming, Nerds Forever. Uh, I took a trip up there during a winter storm last week, hence kind of the, the lack of, uh, uh, being able to record, but well worth the trip. I highly suggest you check out 
Nerds Forever, 307nerdsforever.com. Uh, use code CHEERS at checkout and save even more money. Just tell them I sent you by using that code CHEERS and uh, you'll get hooked up, man. I couldn't believe the prices compared to these big city prices that I'm used to here in Denver. So, yeah, lots of good stuff here. Let's uh, Let's dive right into it. Let's see what we got going on this week. Um, we are going to start with, well, it appears that we're going to start with, uh, the diamond side of things this week. And let's, let's go down to the little indies first before we get into all that. What is what not heavy metal? Nothing from that this week, but that has my, uh, that has my attention. Valiant's got stuff coming out this week. We've got book of shadows. Number four. Looks like there's four covers to choose from there. Well, there you go. If you're reading Valiant stuff. Uh, Ah, man, now we're already scrolling big time like this. Not a lot going on. Not in the world of little stuff, at least. Let's see what AWA has to offer. Uh, Year Zero, Volume Zero, Number Five. That's like a math equation almost. It sounds like algebra. From Aftershock, oh boy, and is there some news with Aftershock. Uh, Sad news, too. It's not exciting by any means, but it's, well, there's no but. The fact of the matter is it's it's scary times. With all these shops closing doors right now, Frankie's Comics going out of business, or a big-time retailer when it comes to, uh, um, uh, uh, what am I trying to say? Uh, exclusive variants. They put out a buttload of exclusive variants, but that's a dangerous game to play. When you put out as many as you do with them, things go wrong. Uh, that's a different subject, though. I mean, it's, 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 but still slightly related in the fact that 2023 is going to be the downfall of a lot of businesses just because of the state of the market right now. And Aftershock... Looks like they're the next one to to fall on that knife, I guess. Filed Chapter 11 bankruptcy. And I hate to say I'm not surprised, but I'm not surprised because they bought into this big production film company. Um, and that was two, two and a half years ago, I want to say. And we have seen nothing, absolutely nothing. So when you dump all this money into something, because obviously that, that costs the company money, um and you don't produce anything yeah no you're 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 screwed and then what what ends up happening is the longer you go without producing things the the fewer books you're going to sell because people are going to have less and less faith in your product it's it's a real tricky shitty situation that they got themselves into but Oh, man. However, right now we do still have Aftershock Comics on the FOCs. So let's see what we got going on here. We got the 06 Protocol, number three, due to be ordered by Sunday, and number four as well. So there we go again with more of that uh, multi-issue. Mm-hmm. Uh, we have a number one, though, and one that actually sounds pretty exciting. This is one that I've already kind of had my eyes on <laughs> Bram Stoker Monster Hunter number one. This is done by Olivia Cuartillo Briggs and Adam Glass. So the writing team behind Mary Shelley Monster Hunters. So you know, they're going to write some monsters. 
Through the memory spurred by Oscar Wilde's 1895 gross indecency trial, a young and troubled Bram Stoker discovers there's a secret hiding in his new workplace of Dublin Castle. One that will either end his life or change it forever. So there you go. If you're into the monsters and stuff like that, this one seems fun. And I do believe this series is going to follow different monsters uh, throughout, you know, ones. Yeah, I'm probably going to get a Frankenstein one, too, on account of the whole Mary Shelley background. Uh, Brother of All Men, number three and four, due to be ordered by Sunday. Bowls of Beacon Hill, number two on the FOC this week. Chicken Devils. Oh, that's back finally with number three, four, and five. See, so what do we have? Like a two-month break, it seems, maybe even longer in between two and three, and then they're going to come out with three, four, and five. What is the production schedule on that? And because of that, I mean, unfortunately, I just don't, I don't care anymore. It's been too long. It sucks. And that's what happens. Uh, what is Fear of a Red Planet? Cover not final, it says. Well, Fear of a Red Planet, number four, due to be ordered this week. Jimmy's Little Bastards, number three. Looks like an oversized issue. Huh, that sounds fun, just by the title. Last line, number three and four. What are they just dumping everything now? Uh, let's see. Last ride of Pilar, Pillar and Pride. Number two. I feel like number one was so long ago. And here we are with number three. What's happened? Oh, Maniac in New York. Don't call it a comeback. Number two. Ooh, wait, only one cover. And they're not going to put out three, four, and five at the same time. Look at Maniac in New York staying on schedule. Look at you. I don't know. I'm talking out of my ass. What the fuck is this shit? Samurai Doggy 4, 5, 6, and 7. All to be ordered by Sunday. Huh. See, that's kind of bogus. It's super bogus. Let's see when the release date is on all of these. Do they all come out at the same time? In shops March 1st. In shops March 1st. What are we doing here? What are we doing? In uh, shops March 1st. Do I dare click on the fourth one? Issue number seven. In shops February 22nd. What the fuck? So number seven comes out before four, five, and six. I don't, I don't get it. Uh, there's got to be a mistake in there somewhere. That can't be right. So, yeah. Uh, there's something wrong with Patrick Todd, number five, due to be ordered from Aftershock on Sunday. And then Vineyard, number four. So lots and lots and lots and lots of stuff from Aftershock. Just going out swinging. From Ablaze, we've got Boogeyman, number six. Three covers to choose from there. What's the homage cover we're looking at this week? I can't tell what that's supposed to be homaging, but there you have it. So that's a blaze. Now let's get up into these bigger, 
indies now. Uh, how about some Boom? From Boom Studios, due to be ordered by Sunday, we've got Damn Them All, number five of a little six-part mini-series there. Looks like there's three covers to choose from. So there you go. Uh, Dune, House Harkonnen. Harkonnen? I don't know. I'll never know. Uh, <laughs> so Dune has a little, another maxi-series happening right now. Looks like there's one, two, three covers to choose from there. There's an FOC reveal. Oh, and what's that mean? That means that you can only get this book if you pre-order it via FOCs. It won't be reprinted, and or at least that cover. And, yeah. Yep, so there you go. Oh, we've got the old or, if you speak English, Mighty Morphin Power Rangers Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles Chapter 2, Number 3. And look at all these glorious covers. Look at this cover. Look at it. Just, come on. See, and if you're listening, if you're listening, uh, and, you know, you, you want to see, well, make sure you, you subscribe to the YouTube channel. Because this is being streamed live right now, actually. So you get to see what I see real time. No editing. Mistakes and all. <laughs> but this, this gosh darned. Look at the Green Ranger blowing his. Oh, man. <laughs> I should probably finish that sentence for the listeners, huh? <laughs> Whoopsie. Out of context. Oh, man. What a great cover. It takes me back. God, does that take me back. Nostalgia. All of these covers are great. Speaking of great covers, look at this. Once again, shout out to 307 Nerds Forever. Man. This, uh... <laughs> TMNT. MMPR. Uh, homage. Oh my God, they're all sliding all over the place now. So good. So good. And then we got the, uh, you see the FOC reveal. We got, it's like a, it's a turtle ranger. Yella. Is that Jenica? Oh, that'd be cool, huh? We're going to bring Jenica up in this bitch. Oh, man. Number two just came out this week, too. I got it in my stack. Um, so many great covers to choose from here, people. And it's a great story, too. Dan Mora, Art, Dan Mora Artist of the Year, Cheersy winner. Yeah, same damn Mora. Uh, Once Upon a Time at the End of the World, number four. Yes. So far, I've only read issue number one. I'm going to find the rest. Uh, but uh, <sighs> that first issue was so gall darn good. Am I censoring myself like it's a kid show? Is it because it's daylight out? Is that why I'm censoring myself? That's not my style. It's not my steez, man. Something is killing the children, number 29. Couple covers to choose from there. And then we've got Specs, number four, wrapping it up. David Boer killing it for whatever reason. When I added it to my pull list, it was only read as issue number one. So I have back issues to track on that. I loved issue number one. That was amazing. From Dynamite, we've got, oh yeah, Darkwing Duck, number two. Issue number one came out today. So, hmm. Yeah, read it. Decide if you like it. You like it. Already order. You're good. You're good. It'll be good. If 
you like Darkwing Duck, I'm sure the comic's going to be great. I haven't read it yet, but I'm just sure it's going to be great. Look at all these great covers. Come on. Nostalgia. <sighs> what else do we have here? God, so many covers, but that's Dynamite for you. We've got Draculina. Lots of them covers there as well. Oh, Gargoyles. Look at that homage. Mm -hmm. I dig that. What else do we have here? Is that Lucio Perillo? Oh, it sure is. Good Lord. God. Dang, that's good. It's so good. You see how good it is. Uh, what is this FOC? Ken Hacer? Well, that's cool. That's comic booky as hell. Damn. <sighs> so many. And then we've got the Vampirella. I don't know why I said it like that. <laughs> like a Mario. No one. Lots of lots of covers. Lots of covers. So what do we got? One, two, three, four, four series and pro, uh, so many covers from Dynamite. But that's how Dynamite do. From Hadidubia, we have uh, Godzilla Rivals Mothra vs. Titanosaurus. Hmm, it's a one shot. Looks like eight dollar. Good lord. And then we've got TMNT Armageddon game, Alliance, number five, couple covers there. Oh, and then we've got Last Rowan and Lost Years, number two, due to be ordered already. Yes, because number one finally came out. Um, let's see when the due date is on this. March 15th. So six weeks out. <laughs> That seems about right, because I know it was about a week ago I seen that Ben Bishop just turned in his pencils. So there's still other artists that need to turn in, and colors and finishes and all that stuff, letters. So, yeah, there's a ways to go on that. I'll be surprised if it comes out by March 15th, to be honest. And that's the truth. Dark Horse. From Dark Horse Comics, due to be ordered by Sunday the 29th, we've got Castle Full of Blackbirds, number four. That's some Mignola stuff. We've got Dead Mall, number four. That's wrapping up in its four-part miniseries there. Uh, Dragon Age Missing. Let's click on that. Make sure we get the title right. Oh, no, just Dragon Age The Missing, number two. It's a four-parter. If you're in Dragon Age, there you go. Oh, Gru's back. Gru, God against Gru. What? It's a four-parter. This is issue number three due to be ordered by Sunday. Oh, man. See, I'd read the shit out of that. I've never actually read Gru, but God against Gru? I'd buy that for four bucks. Even less because I pre-order. And if you need a place to pre-order, hit me up. And if you don't like me for whatever reason, hit up Nerds Forever. <laughs> They got you. Hellboy in love, number three. So, Hellboy. There you go. It's a love story, I bet. If I had to guess, I'd say it's a love story. We've got Ones, number four. Who's doing this one? Interesting cover, interesting name. Oh, it's Brian Michael Bendis and Jacob Edgar. All right. The Ones. So, that's wrapping up there. 
That means there'll be a trade out eventually. Or just pre-order, then you'll have three back issues to track down. Not of the mean. A couple covers to choose from there, too. Both of them pretty neato. Star Wars High Republic Adventures number four. Oh, this is only going to be an eight-parter, it seems. All right. Um, I suggest that you pick up everything Star Wars High Republic, just because they've been popping off with new characters lately, like some bitch. And, uh, yeah. And then we've got Star Wars Hyperspace Stories number four. You never know what could happen in those. I said, Star Wars is just, it's always a, it's never a bad gamble when you're just picking up random Star Wars titles. Any given issue in any given series, something big can happen. So, um, and it's when it happens in the issues deeper into the series, you know, not the ones and the twos, the things that everybody's buying, eventually they fall off. That's why they restart everything into number ones, because that's what sells. So when you get into the fours and the fives and the sixes, they're going to be lower printed. And if that character takes off, then yeah. So you never know. I'm not saying go out and buy a bunch of Star Wars hyperspace stories number four. I'm just saying if something pops off, then it's probably going to be a good one to have because it's probably not going to be highly printed. Uh, nothing is highly printed right now. So in comparison, no. Oh, and more Star Wars. Star Wars The Nameless Terror. This is a four-parter. This is issue number one done by George Mann and Eduardo Mayo. And Ornea Savarisi? I butchered him. I'm sorry. Even in the shining light of the High Republic, there are shadows lurking in the galaxy. A Jedi mission to the planet Dalna suddenly comes under attack by unknown assailants. New characters. Known assailants. Mm -hmm. As the knights retreat to an ancient structure, it quickly becomes clear that they are far from safe. Something evil stalks the ruins, a ruthless predator, an unknown terror, a nameless fear. Ooh, yeah. Yeah, no, definitely pick that up, duh. That's, yeah. And there's, I don't have an image for number two here. No, I do not. So, you never know. Maybe, maybe if there is a new character, it shows up on that cover. Mm-hmm. It's okay to order blindly. Uh, I know it's risky. It's scary, but je never know. That's why you pre-order, so you take less of a hit. So if you have to resell it at cover price, you still make a little money. Uh, Witcher, The Ballad of Two Wolves, number three of a little four pata. Uh, four covers to choose from there. Lots from Dark Horse to choose from in order and yeah, but do it by Sunday because that's when the FOCs are. Uh, from Image Comics, we've got 20th Century Men number six, couple covers to choose from there. Looks like a few of them actually. Ooh, Art Brute, number one, second printing. So I did not realize the creative team behind Art Brute. It's going to be the same creative team behind Ice Cream Man, Martin Morazzo, and W. Maxwell Prince. So the fact that this is going into a second printing tells me that the first one was highly desired. And then I read the premise on top of the creative team. I was like, you fucking idiot. Why didn't you... 
Uh, you should have ordered this. So now I'm going to have to track down number two. I do believe it is still findable on shelves slightly. Um, why? I, as a matter of fact, I had one in my hand earlier today. I don't know why I didn't pick it up. But uh, yeah, because it's it's in second printing as well as I move on. So num art route number one and number two in second printing. Uh, that's That's pretty badass. But it's only a four-parter. It's not an ongoing like Ice Cream Man. So will it be as desirable as that Ice Cream Man number one? I don't know. But that premise, though, being trapped in art, art history and all that good stuff, damn. Uh, more second printing. We've got Black Cloak number one going into a second print due to be ordered by Sunday. And we've got Black Coat number cloak, sorry, Number two, looks like there's one, two, three, four covers there. Ice Cream Man, number 34. Speaking of which, a couple covers there. That B cover is phenomenal. Man, that is good. It's disgusting, and I love it. Love it. It's icky. Immortal Sergeant, number two. Sergeant, number two. Uh, let's see, just one cover there. It's a nine-parter. Infernal Girl Red Book 1. Red Book 1, number 2. It's a three-parter. Little mini-series out of the Radiant Black universe. So if you're into that, mm-hmm. And if you listen to the ODPH, you already know this is the... the you, you're, you're already convinced, I'm sure, to be picking up Infernal Girl Red. And if you don't listen to the ODPH... That's your first mistake in life, right there. So, just know that. <laughs> uh, Junkyard Joe, number five. A few covers. Four of them, it looks like, to be chosen from. Philadelphia number 28. Oh, yeah. Oh, that B cover's pretty badass. Isa Bat. That's gnarly. I dig that. That's cool. I don't know if that's a photo or just an unbelievable drawing, but it's neat. Uh, local man. Here's a number one for dad ass. Tim Seeley and Tony Fleeks teaming up, both writing and drawing. So that's fun. So um, let's see here. Once the star recruit of the media sensation super team third gen, Jack Xavier had it all. But when controversy sends Crossjack crawling back to his mom and dad's basement in the Midwest, Jack struggles to fit into a world he left far behind. And then the bodies start piling up. Each issue is a classic Image Comics flip book with the lead story drawn by Fleeks and a superhero flashback into the depths of the Image universe drawn by Tim Seeley. First issue contains 30 whole pages for just $3.99. And the B cover is might be the one to pick up. Just because it's so, I don't know, man. So just ugh, unique. Yeah, it's a comic book at a freaking diner table. It's, what's the bow? What's the what's the bolt doing there? The arrow. That's random as shit. Who eats their... What is that? I don't know. Is that a chicken wing? Can't be a chicken wing. There's a fork there. 
Who eats a chicken wing with a fork? Let's see, there's coffee. It's got to be a breakfast of some sort. Oh, it's bacon. That's bacon. All right. <laughs> We're a detective. So, yeah, no, I would pick that up. And then the C cover. What is it, foil? Oh, that's foil. Oh, shit. You know that's 90s as hell. That's... <laughs> Cross-jack, people. Dig it. We've got Lovesick number five of a seven-parter. Three, four covers to choose from by Sunday. By Sunday. I can't do, like, the by Menon tone with by Sunday. By Menon. By Sunday. There it is. Magic Order 4, number 2. They're just going to keep going with this, baby. So this is the fourth volume, issue number 2. They're doing six-issue miniseries is there. Monstrous, number 43, due to be ordered. Oh, and Plush. If you're not reading Plush, it's not too late. Find it. It's... <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Dude, Doug Wagner is just killing it with this story. Had him on the podcast. I'm proud of that. I I, I knew he was going to go on and do dope, 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 dope things compared to what he's already done. Like he's, he's already done dope things when he was on the podcast. That's why I had him on the podcast. But Plush, to me, so far, his masterpiece. Uh, Saga 62, due to be ordered by Sunday. Spawn Scorched, number 15. Couple covers there. Great covers. Uh, Spawn Unwanted Violence, number one, going into a second printing. That's neat. And then number two, due to be ordered by Sunday. Del Mundo, man. Getting a two-part mini micro-series. That's, uh, that's exciting. Uh, let's see here. Undiscovered Country. Number 23, couple covers to choose from there. And wrapping up the indies coming out of Diamond Distribution this week, we've got Voyages, number four, of a five-parter. Couple covers to choose from on that title as well. So, let's see what Marvel has to offer. And, boy, do they have stuff to offer. Look at these covers. So, we're going to start out with a banging Avengers number 66. So this is Jason Aaron's final issue on the run. Could be great. Probably will be, but that cover, look at all those. I mean, these types of covers are tend to end up being pretty collectible with all the lots and lots and lots of faces on them. I don't know. I could see that one being really sought after. That's just the A cover. There's lots of covers here. Then we got the connecting wrap around with all the 8-bit characters. That's going to be huge. Oh, that's so cool. Zooming it in, zooming it in. Who are all these people? Okay, so. Uh, okay, yeah, no, I could spot a few of them. Jesus. See, now that would be a fun game to play, is identify all the characters on here. Because they're so itty-bitty. And they're 8-bit. Well, oh, those are 16-bit. No, 8-bit. Maybe. Still. No, they're 16-bit. But, uh, damn. <laughs> I'm blown away by that cover. How much is it? $4, that's it? Pre-order it, bitches. 
that's that's going to be a popular one, especially if something happens in it. So we got a total of five covers, it looks like, on this one. Then we've got Captain America Sentinel Liberty number 10. couple covers there. B cover looking pretty great. Who is that? That's David Mack. That doesn't look like David Mack. Maybe it is. I mean, I'm sure he's capable of something other than watercolor. But that doesn't look like David Mack. I feel like he's above that. Maybe it's a different David Mack. That Mojo cover is pretty badass. Oh, no. Is that, is that Modoc? That's Modoc. But. Oh, shit. This is the mental organism designed only for control. That's why he looks different. Okay. There might be something to that. Oh, here's one that you're definitely picking up for sure, 100%. Brought to you by Stephanie Phillips and Juan Cabal. We've got Cosmic Ghost Rider number one. Mm-hmm. Vengeance reawakened. In a far-flung corner of deep space, old Frankie Castles has eked out a quiet existence. His days as Cosmic Ghost Rider finally behind him. But across the universe, a vicious bounty hunter is leaving a trail of bodies in his wake, and his name is... Cosmic Ghost Rider? What? When Frank's peaceful existence is shattered, he must suit up once more and face his most savage enemy yet. Himself. Be there for the start of a sprawling space adventure with shocking twists and turns in the saga of Cosmic Ghost Rider. Yes. Yes, 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 yes. Definitely checking that out. Look, I mean, the creative team... Ugh. Look at all the covers. Great stuff. Speaking of great covers, <laughs> these Ghost Rider covers have been something special. I tell you what, Bjorn Barons. Yeah, Ghost Rider number 12. Do to be ordered by Sunday. A few covers there. Oh, man. Raposa on the B cover? Shit. Both covers are going to be highly desirable. Here's another highly desirable book. Well, I'm predicting will be a highly desirable book. Uh, Hollow's Eve, number one. And if we're specking on covers here, definitely that art germ cover. Because there she is, just in. That's going to be a popular one. No doubt about it. Hollow's Eve, number one, art germ cover. You're going to want it. And then there's the sketch. What is that? One in 100. Yeah, that's neat. And who's on the Stormbreaker? Chris Allen? Oh, all right. That's an interesting cover. Kind of like it. Lots of covers to choose from, though. Stephanie Hahn's getting one. Jeez. And another number one out of Marvel... Due to be ordered by Sunday, we have I am Iron Man number one. This is Maria Eadole and Adatun Adatun Akande. They were they they worked on um, um, uh, Moon Knight, Black, White, and Blood. So yeah, uh, looks like this is essentially a bunch of stories from different points in you know. Stark's earlier days as Iron Man. 
So this could be interesting. New things could pop up. Um, who knows? Who knows? But I'm into it. I'm de- As an Iron Man fan, I'm definitely checking it out. It has my interest. Great covers to choose from as well. The B cover from Pete Woods is pretty gnarly. I like that a lot. It's almost got a uh, shepherd fairy type of... Almost, almost has a shepherd fairy type of vibe to it. It's neato. Uh, some bunch of reprints. More reprints. Miles Morales getting reprinted. Joe Fix-It. Invincible Iron Man number two. Mary Jane and Black Cat number two. All getting reprinted. Hmm. Selling books. Because they're not printing a bunch of them initially. It's because you fuckers don't pre-order. That's what it is. Uh, Murder World Game Over, man. Number one. Jim's up. Ray Fox. The grand finale. The big prize. Bodies are piled high and only one person can win it all. Arcade's darkest game comes to a close and anything can happen. Especially if Natasha Romanoff has something to say about it. Arcade circus-style contests have been a punchline in the past, but writers rape Fox and da 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 da, da Nieto, Diaz, Nieto Diaz are here to put the murder back in murder world. Don't miss it. Don't miss it. Gotta dig it, right? And look at the B cover. That's fun. More video game-ness. Wait, no, that's not. That's more like Super Smash Brothers than anything. Kinda. Almost. A little bit. Regardless. Because it's a game, Murder World, video game. You see what they did there? That one makes sense. Rogan Gambit, number one. Mm-hmm. Another 100 copy. Alex Ross incentive variant. Yep. Uh, who's doing this one? Stephanie Phillips, naturally. Naturally. I could have guessed that. So that's dope. But at the same time, I think I knew that because I learned it from the ODPH podcast. Yep. Yep, yep, yep. Oh, well, look at the... That's a cool... What is it? The C cover? Mark Aspinall? Nice. The pulp variant, they're calling it. Bunch of great covers here. And another number one. We've got Spittergwin Shadow Clones number one. From Emily Kim and Keizama. Ghost Spider's life turns upside down. Ghost Spider comes face to face with some of the deadliest Spider-Man villains, including Doc Ock, Sandman, Vulture, and more. But wait, why do they all look like when? So... Yeah, no, there's going to be villains that are meshed with Gwen in this, Spider-Gwen. So there's going to be a Spider-Doc Ock. And more than likely, well, at least eventually, we're going to see a Spider-Vulture and a Spider-Sandman, or, or a Sand-Gwen. There we go, Sand-Gwen, Vulture-Gwen, Octa-Gwen. You get it? Did you get it? Um, will they be highly spec-worthy books? Meh! But fun, right? Fun. You know, I wouldn't go out and dump it all into that book this week, but definitely going to be a little something to it. And there is the first cover appearance of said 
Octagwen is what I'll call her, I guess. From Greg Land. Look at it. Look at it. And we got a pink one. Hmm. Spider-Man number six. Due to be ordered by Sunday. A couple covers there. Now, what is Spider-Man Unforgiven? What are we doing here? I mean, I'm not mad at the Kyle Hotz cover. But do we need another Spider-Man? We've got deadly neighborhood Spider-Man right now. What is Unforgiven? Let's read about it. Raizu Koto and the clanless vampires of the Forgiven scour the underworld for the most dangerous ghouls and creatures known to man. But when former Sorceress Supreme Salam returns with a devastatingly devious plan, these moral monsters might run into more than trouble, more trouble than they bargained for. And mixed up in the middle of it all is one and only Spiderman. So, there you have it. New villains, potentially. Potentially. So it's Tim Seeley and Sid Codian on that title. Could be fun. Look at that Nick Klein Stormbreaker variant. That one will be popular, I'm sure. That's that's unbelievable. God, I want to be able to draw like that. <sighs> Star Wars number 32, due to be ordered this week, and... Oh, shit. <sighs> Misa Jaja Binks fucking action figure variant cover. Yep. All about that. Cannot wait to hang that on the wall. <laughs> oh, it makes me smile. Uh, few covers on Star Wars 32 to order from or choose from by Sunday. Star Wars Han Solo Chewbacca, number 10. few covers there as well. There's a Momoko women's variant that they're not talking about on here, or at least not showing me. They're talking about it. They're just not showing me. Could be something. Might not be. Um, and there's just so much Momoko now. So much. It's crazy. Uh, Star Wars Hidden Empire number four. Couple covers to choose from there. A few, actually. It's just a five-parter. Uh, Star Wars High Republic Blade, number three. Now, number two came out this week. There were a buttload of first appearances. And number one, there are a few first appearances. Number three, will there be first appearances? Fucking probably. <laughs> and if not, you should still pick it up and finish your stories. Uh, Star Wars Mandalorian, number eight, due to be ordered by Sunday. We've got Venom number 17. What's that B cover look like all big? All right. Yeah, that's cool. Dan Panosian. Sweet. And lastly, from Marvel, due to be ordered by Sunday, January 29th, we have X-Force number 38. And there was, uh, what was it first? It was like Neo-Mutant or something like that. There's a new type of what seems sounds like a sort of super mutant so there you go definitely order an extra copy or two of x-force number 38 because it's probably not going to be heavily ordered so that does it for the stuff that diamond needs to have ordered let's talk about lunar now 
So there's going to be a few more indie titles on here as well as the DC stuff. And there is definitely some stuff to talk about. Um, so from, what is it, Artist Elite? What's the name of the title? I want to say it's the name of the uh, publisher as well. So yeah, Artist Elite number seven, due to be ordered by Sunday. Bunch of covers to choose from there, including incentives. We've got Batman World's Finest number 12. Oh, yeah. Few covers to choose from, sweet variants on it. Uh, Black Adam number eight. I dig these, uh, I dig all these covers to be honest. Those are all pretty sweet. That A cover in itself, though, come on. That seems like it should be an incentive cover. But then you see the incentive cover by Alexander Lozano, and they're like, okay, I see why they picked that one. That's the one they want to chase. Neat. Beautiful, actually. Better than neat. And Catwoman this week, we do have a first appearance, and that is uh, going to be uh, Tomcat, the character known as Dario Tommaso, I believe, is going to don, I believe this to be Tomcat. Um, so, and the 1 in 25 will be his first cover appearance. But the A, the B, and the C are all great covers too. Let's <laughs> see. Uh, Let's see cover. They gonna want it. Sweeney Boo. Oh, they gonna want it. God damn, are they gonna want it. Those legs. Legs for days. All legs. All legs. <laughs> Six feet of legs, three inches of abs, then boobs and arms. But somehow, still... Very appealing. We've got Deceased War of the Undead Gods, number six of that eight-parter wrapping up. And look at that Wu-Tang. Or, no, that's not Wu-Tang. That's uh, NWA, my bad. I just read W-U-G there, War of Undead Gods. Wu. But no. Straight out of Gotham. That is going to be a very popular, popular, popular. <laughs> cover do not sleep on that one do not do not do not um great covers all around francesco Matina on the one in 25 i missed when Matina was just a b cover artist now it's all about not i mean that's not all he does is one in 25s i get it i get it but uh, it's unfair fables number 158 due to be ordered by sunday Flash number 793. We got a few covers there. Those are fun. One and 25 as well. Gotham City Police Department, the blue wall. Number five. It's a six-parter. So almost done. Pre-order it. Get it. Harley Quinn, the animated series Legion of Bats. Mm -hmm. B cover's fun. Damn hip. Very nice, very nice. There's a 1 in 25 on that as well. Human Target number 12 wrapping up. And the the, the B cover, the David Nakayama cover on that. Uh, I feel like it was a missed opportunity for a negative variant. It's almost there. Just, just take away the line work away from the blue areas. And you have yourself... Uh, um, uh, what, what do they call it? A, a sellout cover. A sellout cover. It's, it's, yeah. All the covers are great on this, though. 
uh, Lazarus planet Omega number one. So this is going to open up what is what will be the new DCU. New things could happen in this. Nothing's quite solicited, but something of this magnitude will definitely, well, not definitely, it definitely has potential to produce something, you know, speculative, if you will. Speckable. Few covers to choose from on that as well, naturally. And that Ariel Cologne. Ah, what a cover. That is great. Damn, that is great. DC puts out amazing covers, if nothing else. Not that, I mean, then they put out amazing books, too, obviously. Obviously. But, god damn, do they reign supreme with covers, I would say. They just get them. Lots of, lots of fucking variants on that Lazarus plant. We're still scrolling through variants. The, the Ricardo Federici, the M cover. M. M. <laughs> Amazing. Gotta love it. Uh, we've got Miss Meow number seven on the FOCs this week as well. Bunch of covers to choose from. We've got Nature's Labyrinth out of Mad Cave. Old Nightwing 101 and the Jamal Campbell. Isa nice. Isa very nice. I like that. God, I love all these Nightwing covers. Did you see that acetate cover that came out for 100 this week? Good God. Jeepers. Worth all $8. Worth all of them. It's great. Nice heavy book. Oh, so good. Uh, Rick and Morty presents Time Zoo. Number one. A couple covers to choose from there. Shazam Fury of the Gods. Uh, Shazamily Matters. <laughs> Let's see what they did there. Uh, oh, look at that. There they all are in their real faces. <laughs> he doesn't look like a boy at all. <laughs> Zachary Levi has definitely aged since the first movie. <sighs> That's what fucking stardom does to you, I guess. Stargirl, The Lost Children, number four. Uh, this is a big one right here. Superman number one. Oh, yeah. Uh, the Super Corp will be introduced in this. So, yeah, it's like a, you know, a backup team for Superman. Appointed by Metropolis, from what I understand. Joshua Williamson's writing it. Jamal Campbell's drawing it. We're all going to be reading it. This is exciting. I would, you know, if you listen to the show, you know that I'm not a huge Superman fan, but just the people they've had writing the titles lately has been so good. So, yeah. And naturally, there's going to be a bunch of covers to choose from on that. Still scrolling, still scrolling. So many. So many. Uh, we've got Titans United, Blood Pact, number six. Wrapping up that mini-series. Oh, look at that Nightwing right in the foreground there. That's a cool cover. I like that. I dig it. Who did that? Let me click it again. Eddie Barrows? 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 The 1 in 25 is pretty rad, too. Um, We're getting towards the end here, people. What's Unstoppable Doom Patrol? This is my... Probably my my personal most anticipated book of the week. Big Doom Patrol fan. 
Um, I'm I'm reading the shit out of uh, or not reading the shit. Uh, but why? I I love the I love the HBO series. The fact that it's still going is <sighs> makes me so happy. Um, I have not started season three yet because I'm gonna binge the shit out of it. And now we've got a Doom Patrol comic. What is this five intermixed covers thing that it says here? I don't know. I also know that they're introducing two new characters in this, one being Beast Girl and one being Degenerate. So, yes, you're going to want to pick this one up. It's Dennis Culver, Chris Burnham. The world's strangest heroes are back in the DC universe after the events of Lazarus Planet. See? See? More people than ever have active metagenes. More of these new metahumans have become misfits, shunned and imprisoned by a feral society. They are hidden away in the dark, lost to a system that only sees them as weapons or guinea pigs, ticking tie bombs that can only be diffused by the unstoppable Doom Patrol. Robot Man, Elastowoman, Woman, the Negative Man are joined by their brand new teammates, Beast Girl and Degenerate, and led by Crazy Jane's mysterious new alter, the Chief, on a mission of saving the world by saving the monsters. Yes, yes, this is this is exciting. Oh my gosh, this is exciting. And what a way to go out, too. I think that's... Is that the last thing on here? Is that the last thing on here? Uh, no, no, there is more. There is more. We've got West of Sundown, number nine, out of Vault Comics. We've got Wonder Woman, 796, approaching that big that big 800. And look at that Derek Chu covers, too. That's rad. I dig it. I dig it. And it looks like that will be how we uh how we end this week's Poldus Priorities episode 395. Um yeah, good stuff this week for sure. Like I said my personal favorite might even be this the a good spec pick of the week too just because of two new characters getting introduced and us all knowing now that James Gunn is not canceling Doom Patrol on HBO. So yeah, I would say Unstoppable Doom Patrol is probably a great one to pick up. Superman number one, just because. And then we got the Super Corp being introduced too. You know, we got to see how cool they look before we determine on whether or not they're going to be a big deal. Um, we'll see. We'll see. What else? X-Force 38, going to be a sleeper pick. Low print, first appearance, I would imagine. Um, yeah. No, uh, and uh, you know what? The, the, the reprint of Art Brute, too. I would say that's probably not a bad sleeper pickup just because. So, there you have it. Uh, remember, keep your eye on shopcheerstocomics.com. I'm still in the process of building the new website and getting everything transferred over. So, I'm not updating it up the way that I would like, but there is still an abundance of back issues to choose from on there. Use code cheers at checkout, save yourself an additional 15% and already very uh, competitively priced books. So shop cheers to comics.com. And if you're looking for something and you don't see it there, hit up 307 nerdsforever.com support my boy Tarl up in Wyoming and just, yeah, 
great stuff. Great stuff to be had. Um, yeah. Oh, and listen to the ODPH. You know, they 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 cover everything there is to cover in the world of thing entertainment things. <laughs> yeah, just things entertainment. So uh, yeah, that's. Check out the Ocho Duro Parlay Hour podcast. Anywhere you can listen to a podcast. I think that's that's going to do it. Um, I command that you stay safe and read responsibly. I will talk to you the next time there's things about comics to talk about. Cheers, Michael Moore, and this is the Cheers to Comics podcast with Brian Wayne. I'm John Chang. This is Drew Zuck. This is Mark Russell. Uh, you're listening to Cheers to Comics podcast.